What it is, everybody. Welcome to episode 137 of Fish and Connoisseur, a movie. My name's David Pether. You can call me Fish. With me, as always, my favorite sack of nuts. Shit. Shit. I believe it's shit. Yeah. Connor McDuff. Hey. Hey there. Everybody, how you doing? Hey. It's me. It is. You are a bit of a nutsack as well. Mm, that's debatable. I mean, like, I have a nutsack, if that's what you mean when you say that, because um, I definitely do. Whether or not I am completely a full set of nuts. Like when I'm when I'm describing you to my friends occasionally, I will just say he's like, you know, he's just a big scrotum. He's a big scrot. Yeah, he's, he's a just scrot. a big fucking scrot. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I can see where that's coming yeah, you from. Know, but you are more of a sack of shit. Like that's definitely your your thing. Uh, well, yeah, I mean like I'm not full of shit. Like I'm a sack of it. No, you're definitely full of shit, but there's there's a sack of shit metaphor in there that I like to always use at least once an episode. So, Connor McDuff, we're continuing our alien retrospective. It feels like this one has just gone on forever because we've kind of been doing it in dribs and drabs in between all the big releases of the year. Right now, we've got a clear run to Alien Covenant. This week, we're actually doing two podcasts. Mm. This one, yes, Alien are. 3. And then we're going to do another one for Alien Resurrection, both released in the same week to ride that fucking hype train all the way to Covenant, baby. We want to give you, the listeners, the, the right alien feel for when you go and see that new one. That's right. We want to get it done, rip it off like a goddamn band-aid and give you two films so you know exactly what happens up to the very end. Well, I mean, I'm sure you do know because most of the people who listen to this see the film, but know our thoughts because we want you to have us in your mind when you're watching Alien Covenant <laughs> sitting right. there sitting there you, you can imagine you're sitting there watching the movie with Fish and Connor wouldn't yeah. that be a nice experience maybe we could like sell that as a Kickstarter perk one time <laughs> see a movie with Fish and Connor yeah. and pay for one of our plane tickets to wherever you live yeah that's right depending on whether we it's... don't even see movies together um, nope. well Alien 3 I feel like as, as far as I know in terms of the Alien progression this is kind of where it all fell apart because those first two movies were masterpieces in their own right. Like yeah, Aliens, yeah. Aliens is just universally loved. Like you, I don't know anyone who hates Aliens. It's yeah, a it's, big. It's not a bad film. Yeah, that's right. So it's it's a big big deal and it's had such a massive effect on pop culture and James Cameron's career. Uh, so it's it's a it's a, it's a big deal, and Alien was kind of the big deal for its time. It was fucking horrific. It like had people fainting in the cinema and all that sort of business. And it was at a time when sci-fi was thought of as Star Wars, like the mm, campy, like movies. fun B movie sort of thing. Whereas then this came in and really shook up the thing. And this one took a couple of years to get done because it was in development hell for the longest time. I was just watching a little bit of like the making of. Alien 3 just before we started this podcast. I haven't gone as deep as I did with Alien, but from what I'm seeing, it was a complete and utter mess, mainly because the studios just wouldn't wouldn't back the fuck off. Like in the first really? two, like I don't know the whole story between Aliens, but like Alien, I know the studio was a bit like, oh, and they were all on Ridley Scott's ass, but yeah. in the end it was really a Ridley Scott film. And I'm assuming the same with Aliens because that's very much a James Cameron film. Whereas this one... They had like three different directors. Um, Didn't David Fincher do it? Isn't yeah, so this was David David Fincher's first feature film, but he came on very late in the game. They had this New Zealand director, Vincent someone or other, 
who had some crazy ass vision was basically the base vision for what the movie ends up being but then um david fincher came in and all these other people sort of changed things around but for as far as i know he didn't really have much of a say in anything really like, he's yeah. just there to point there's like a little montage at the start of like the making of featurette for alien 3 and it's because it's all about like how hard this production was like post mm. uh, pre-production hell and all that sort of thing and there's just like a little montage of david fincher just looking worried and upset all the time <laughs> <laughs> Did he did he did he come in late to shooting or just late to pre-production? No, pre pre-production. So they didn't, okay. they hadn't started shooting yet, but like basically the sets were built. Um I it was his idea I think to do the whole prison planet thing. So he did bring a little bit, but I don't think he had much of a say and I I have heard that he was very unhappy with how this was. He wasn't interviewed for the feature ed. He's not a part of it. They're all talking about what he yeah. was saying and what you know other other people's opinions on what he was saying so i'm guessing that he just has like a really bad relationship with fox and that first feature film experience for him but you know good for him he went on to fucking kill it so yeah that's it he went on to be notorious as being a prick as well on set <laughs> maybe that's where it started because he just got so like just walked over him. on his yeah. first movie that he's just like this never happened again <laughs> Connor, why don't you tell us what the story is that David Fincher really didn't have much of a say in directing? So, bloody everyone's in hypersleep from Aliens. Um, the ship crash lands on a planet um, and everybody dies except for Ripley, uh, which is a real kick to the dick, isn't it? <laughs> so, Ripley's alive. She wakes up on a prison planet and it's just all dudes and they have to shave their heads because there's lice. Um, there was an alien on board the planet. Oh, is that why? On, on is the it ship. for the lice? Yeah, I didn't realize yeah. that. Okay. Um, there was an alien on board the on the ship, like a little fucking thing. Uh, <laughs> it infects a dog, and I guess because it's in a dog, it's like a little different or something. Anyway, the alien, the dog alien, just starts killing everyone, and they need to get off the ship, off the off the planet, and they can't, and everybody dies, and Ripley finds out that she's pregnant with an alien, which I don't understand. But Ripley finds out she's pregnant with an alien, um, a queen, so she needs to die. The alien won't kill her. Um, and then bloody Way Wayland Tech, Wayland, what's the, the company yeah, comes Wayland down. something, yeah. They find out Ripley's on the planet, they want to quarantine her so they can steal the alien. Turns out that the guy is like Bishop's like OG, like the OG Bishop. They're trying to get the, the bloody alien back but Ripley falls into lava and dies and then at the end there's a prisoner that lives and they take him away which doesn't make any sense because wasn't the whole thing that like they would just murder everyone who what's that like who that doesn't make any sense the end bit I want to bring it up because I'll forget it you know at the end how like they take away that guy the, the, the last prisoner alive he's the only guy that lives yeah, yeah. and they they like take him away the, the company take him away why didn't they kill him? Like, wasn't the whole thing like the company wouldn't save them? Um, I, no, I thought they just weren't going to save them from the alien. Like, they just wanted to come and take the, the xenomorph for, for um, examining. Yeah, but, but like, but the whole thing was like Ripley was saying, like, there's no fucking point calling the company. They don't want us. They only want the alien. And then, like, they were going to use it as a bioweapon. But... They were saying, she was saying basically that there's no point because they'll take the alien and just leave them all there. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I, yeah, I guess. I guess. I don't know. I just assumed they they would 
be taken. I don't know. Fucking dumb. So, anyway, hey, let's... Um, which you did you watch like the theatrical version of yeah. this because you know there's like a, a thousand versions of these movies now. I watched the special edition. So in your version, was it a dog that got infected? Yep. Like it? Did you see a dog? Yep. You saw a yeah. you saw a Roddy um, get infected. It comes out of the Roddy. I'm pretty sure. That's because see that's what I haven't seen this movie in years, and I I feel like I remember that. But in the version I watched, I watched like some 2003 special edition or something. It's like a big bison that gets infected. What? Yeah, a big like, bison? Like a big fuck-off cow. You know, because you, you know, at the start of the movie, you can see like there's these big cows getting... I don't know if you see them in your version, nah, but in mine, there's these big cows getting around and um, these dudes find one that's dead and they drag it back. They drag it into the prison and they hang it up and it's like cutting between you know, different scenes in the film and that going back and this giant fucking cow shaking and then the alien busts out of it. Nope. Well, how would they not. change that? Yeah, it was a, it was a dog. Because it still, it still has like that dog, it's still a dog alien that's getting yeah. around. It's still running around on all fours and um, and whatever, but it's it's a, um, yeah, it comes out of a cow. So, that's really weird. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That was really strange. Like, what a weird thing, hey? Like, How, how did the dog thing this... look? It was just a. It was. What do you mean, the alien? The like, dog like, alien. like how was the like the scene of the dog breaking, like it breaking out of dog? Was it cool? Like, was it worth? Would it you just, have kept it in? I just. I. It's just an alien breaking out of a thing. I don't. You don't really see much, really. Mm. And there's like a shadow of the dog. Like you see the silhouette of the dog from what uh, I recall. Yeah. Um, see this one. Yeah, you see a lot, a lot of this this bison. Mm. Huh. I need to get back on the... Uh, what a weird thing. Like, what a weird change. Got to go back into that featurette and find out what the hell that's all about. Um, what did you think of the alien? We've got a different design. It's not so humanoid anymore. It's, and now, like, obviously, the aliens take on traits of what the, you know, the facehugger infects. Yeah. Uh, how that did you cool. feel? I, I like that, like, it was different because of, of um, the host. Like, whatever the host is made it different. That was cool. Yeah. I, um, I, I'm, I sort of liked the way the alien looked when they used a real alien yeah um yeah like not a real alien like a like, like a, a practical alien yeah which was cool like it always looked really nice and the quality was really good and it always stood out but there was so many shots of like a cg alien and really it looked like fucking CG. garbage <laughs> cg just doesn't hold up like no. cgi doesn't hold up honestly unless you're combining it with practical effects stop fucking using it because it holds up now, you know what I mean? Like, even stuff we're watching now, Fish, I guarantee in 10 years, 20 years, like, we'll look back and be like, that looks like garbage. What did I... I watched something not too long ago that wasn't that old of a movie. Like, I'm talking, like, five years, and it looked dated. I can't remember what it was, but it was... I remember being like, really? Far out. Like, it we kind of just... holds up. No, it's, it's a... But this one, like, this is 1992, so... Jesus Christ. But I wonder if at the time, if it was, like, mind-breaking because you know this is kind of around the time that terminator 2 was coming out as well and that stands up because you know cameron was very smart in the way that he used his cg um but this this does not look good no, <laughs> it really does take you out of it it's 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 so badly comped in and it's an old film like we you, you got to give it that but it, it's still it it looks like shit like it, it looks did it. like it didn't so, need it though. Is, no, it is what the I'm, I'm saying. Like, because there's so many cool shots of like, like there's similar shots that are used in the original Alien of just like a the face and it kind of moving about and selective cinematography. 
that can just it, if anything is is more scary because like the less we see of this thing the the more yeah. it's going to prey on our minds you know and i uh, like i love the design of this this alien i i do prefer the humanoid sort of look but like i like the idea of depending on the host it can turn into anything else and this thing's quick like it's running around it's up on the walls this is, how, this is how i assume the aliens were like this is my yeah. knowledge of aliens is yeah, that they're super yeah, quick yeah. well like this i feel like this one looks better in terms of how it's getting around bar the cg than like even the stuff in aliens like there's as, mm. as cool as that shot is of them all in the vent you know coming that they, they still in a certain way look like a bunch of people in suits whereas this one mm. looks like a fucking creature you know and the yeah. way it moves and stuff is really really disturbing well talking about the way that we've sort of envisioned alien movies because like I, I went sort of from the start talking about like my my idea of aliens now is purely based from that alien versus predator game where there's like hundreds of aliens coming at you they're, they're quick they're and fast. they're basically cannon fodder which comes in in aliens but over the course of this retrospective and really paying attention to this movie like i've i've said that i really prefer that original alien feel where it is this unstoppable one. force and one one creature just stalking people in you know a futuristic setting uh, and I feel like I, I, I keep going back and forward on myself throughout this perspective because like last last time we talked about aliens, I, I felt that it cheapened the first one's like vision because of how powerful that one was. Like they didn't even kill that first one, you know, it, had, it got sent out to space. It still could be going as far as mm -hmm. I know. Whereas in the second one, they become cannon fodder. They become that original feeling that I that I, I recognize them as, but I didn't like that as much. I, I like the idea of this unstoppable thing. But saying that, I don't know if this was the right way to take this franchise. What, back to one? Back to the first one, because as far as I know, I think Aliens was more successful. At yeah. least, like, like, at least now, like, it's the one that most people know and, and love and, and, you know, stand by. And, and that's the, like, the vision that they have of Aliens. So to go back to this original horror feel, as much as I like it, I'm still thinking in the back of my head, like, why did they do that? <laughs> you know, I don't I mean? really think I don't really think that's attributed to how they've presented the alien, though. Because no, 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 no. I think I think I get what you mean for sure. Like, why go back to having one when the more successful concept was an army versus aliens? Well, let's see. Know? Like to me, you've gone from one to an army, like you know, to a little back bit of an army. One. Like, let's the next obvious step is to have it there just be a place infested with these things you know what i mean yeah um but i think the only thing that stops me from thinking that is that the alien in this and, and its characteristics are actually quite intimidating um yeah, yeah but i think where it falters is that there is no fucking tension ever well there's a little bit at the start i i mean like it's just i feel like when i'm watching it that because I already know the tropes, and same with you, you, you know the tropes and you know the beats of what an alien does, how mm. it does it, how it goes about its business, like where, when it's going to kill people, how it's going to kill them. You know what I mean? Like yeah. how they're going to kill it, basically. They need something extravagant to get rid of it. So like they haven't added to that. They've just repeated themselves, you know? Yeah. And I think that's the problem. I don't think it's because it's one alien. I think it's because there's nothing different. Wow, he's on all fours and he's faster. Okay. So fucking what? Like, he's not... 
He doesn't seem to be any more intimidating. He's just killing people like the first one did, you know? And that's something that really frustrated me was because I lost all of the characters from the second one. Every character I've given sh a, get a shit about now from the, f the second film, yeah. I lose. <laughs> Let's talk about that in a sec. And then <laughs> I get an alien that is the same. And I'm like, cool, so what's different here? Like, even if it was a queen... Like, why wouldn't you make it like a like a queen like a running deal. around? And that's, yeah, like, I think I think that's what I'm my mindset is is that like they've gone through they've shown us the hierarchy of an alien hive, and then we've gone back to square one, which sounds hypocritical because I like that first one, but I'm I'm thinking of this now in a in a, a cohesive timeline of where they're going. Like, you need to go bigger and better. And this is a weird, a weird concept. But what I will say is that I did appreciate from the start because uh, I, I, I honestly think the tension at the start isn't too bad. I think it's, it's quite good. I was really in it because I remember not liking this movie at all. Like I, I must have watched it a couple what, of years what, ago. What, what tension are you talking about? I just want to. I'm asking only because I want to know if the movie that we're watching is the same. It's different. Yeah, that's. I'm, I'm, I'm interested in that as well. But like I, I don't know when, when it first sort of comes out of the cow <laughs> i was you know it's stalking the fucking the hallways and doing all this thing because like what's the first death that you saw the first death we i saw is a i think it's the guy it's a i, I can't actually was it, recall but was I'm there like three guys in a tunnel with all these candles first and, death i'm pretty and like two of them got killed and the crazy guy goes back i think my first death was the fan it's a guy oh, getting acid yeah. Yeah, that's right. In, in his was. face, and he gets in the fan. It cuts yeah. up in the fan. They spit acid too. Is that a thing? Ah, uh, well, apparently it yeah, is. Yeah, I had to rewind that part and like figure it out. Okay, I quite liked that bit. I thought that was really cool. Like, one, I thought the imagery of the fan and the dude, um, you know, sweeping up and all that was really funky. It was just kind of unsettling. Very pretty. Um, so he was like on the edge of these blades as it was. And then, you know, it's the, the classic horror sort of look into the dark and keep zooming in until something finally happens. And I, I just thought that was quite effective. And that really put me in the mood of that first film again. Like, not as good, but it really put me... I'm like, ah, oh, okay, we're in a horror film again. This is cool. And then you know the things in the, in the, in the vents. And this is the one thing I like um, that they did in the first one was like the alien was kind of always hiding in plain sight almost like you could, yeah, you could there's see a few it. moments that does it here too yeah, like, yeah which is really cool so they really played with the design of the alien and and its environment around it and and i think that was the tension that i'm talking about like it, it could be anywhere and it really feels like it was for at least the first half an hour and another good thing about this movie is it doesn't fuck around like it it gets like that's probably only half an hour into the movie that first death Whereas, you know, it took an yeah. hour before we got to anything in both the other films. I, I gotta disagree though. I feel like there's a lot of exposition in this film. Like, I feel like one of the biggest problems I have with this film is that it's broken up. Like, yeah, it's at the start, but then I get another 20 minutes of talking yeah. and they get a death. They get <laughs> another 20 minutes of talking and it's fucking annoying. Like, no, I agree. That's what I was about to say is like, I felt it, it started well. And I'm thinking, shit, okay, they've, they've gone and, and fixed the, the, yeah. the only thing that I really feel is a big problem in, in the first one, and especially in the second one. But they fucking tricked us, because they gave us a death at the start, and then it was like, okay, but now we're going to talk about it. for the And then they the go into so much bullshit, too. Like, all the exposition is just backstory crap. Like, none of it 
really remain like this thing with Bishop is cool, but I mean like yeah. it's what him, her, and Tywin Lannister have a romance, and we we learn about Tywin's past, and then he gets eaten, like yeah, killed. I don't fucking away. care. I don't fucking care about Tywin's past. The only thing I care about is this alien running around killing people. Like, well, to me, uh, like yes, yeah, I agree. But if you are going to show you're going to put this character on a pedestal and give us yeah, all that exposition, him. don't just kill him. Like, yeah. let him last a little bit longer. Like, I, okay, yeah, you can kill him, but at least let him last till probably the last act. And it'd be like a sacrifice or, you know, a really dark been, moment for Ripley yeah. because she's fallen in love with him, apparently. It's meant, to be no one, shit. it's meant to be that no one's safe. That's, I get it. Like, it's meant to be like, oh, you know, it's the no one is safe. You think they're safe, they're not, they'll die. It's like, fuck, man, cool. Tywin was in Game of Thrones for he's in Game of Thrones. But it, <laughs> it's just, but, it's, but it's, it's fucking lame because I don't get to watch him do anything cool. He cuts open a girl, which I want to talk about. That's the, the problem, the biggest problem, I think, with this movie is, like, besides Ripley, nobody means anything. They're all just a bunch of bald dudes. They all look the same. It's fucking... I didn't realise it was the lice thing. But, like, I, I thought it was more, like, of a, a monk mentality. It's fucking got stupid, that thing. though. But like, it's just... It just, it just like, Charles Dance, Tywin Lannister is the only one that is given anything... And then all of a sudden, you know, we've got the, the big black guy who's yelling a lot. So we kind of are drawn to him a bit. And he ends up being like what I thought Charles, Charles Dance was going to be. You know what I mean? It's just like, where, what is going on here? Like, I didn't care about that guy earlier. Like, I wouldn't have cared if he died early. Like, there could have been a really fun kill with him. And then let us have an emotional death with Charles Dance. But it's just, it's just they don't mean anything. And exactly what you said, the two... The two characters that we did give a shit about that should have been in this fucking movie were Hicks and Newt, and they just killed them off? Yeah, what the fuck? And what the is- actual fuck is that? <laughs> and this was a thing that were from the start. They weren't bringing them back from the start. Why the hell not? This wasn't some weird rewrite that came in because they had like a, a an argument with Contract Michael Bean. Uh, Michael Bean wanted to be in the movie. They just didn't call why him. Why the fuck would they bring him back? Like, why not? Why wouldn't they call Yeah, that's exactly it. And I just watched a, an interview with him and he's all like, like I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, why? Because he thought like this is where... His, you know, his career was going to get bigger and better, and yeah. he was going to go on to potentially be the 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 big star of this franchise because Sigourney was kind of being a bit on and off and didn't particularly want to come back and you know whatever. Yeah. And so they were they were trying to you know push for a male hero, but why wouldn't you? He, you've got one. He's right there. And the way the last movie finished sets it up for this guy these to be a family, you know. And that's yeah. um and the the whatever the executives or whoever made the decision was like, no, they don't like the idea of them being a family. But that's what Aliens set up, is the fact that fucking Ripley is this awesome mum who's going to look after her family and not let this fucking alien bullshit take over her family. But not only, not only that, right? It's not even that. It's like, I get that you want to isolate Ripley again. Like, you want to isolate her. You want to make her feel like she's alone. I understand that. Yeah. But Aliens... Everything about aliens adds up to the final act, which is she is safe with... When you're making a horror, like, you know this, like, you, it's very primal, like, the, the sort of, um, the plot. There's no, like, while there might be overarching, like, themes and stuff that they develop internally, externally it's like, hey, I want to live. 
It's not yeah. like a rom-com. It's, I want to fucking live. I need to survive. So Aliens, the outcome of Aliens is we get Hicks, Newt, Bishop, and Ripley. And they're the ones that get to live. And it's like, holy fuck, that, sweet, Aliens, that's the, that's the gift we're given, I guess. I don't know how to, what I'm saying. No, that's like, right. To, that's, that's right. You, that's, the, that's the payoff. What Aliens 3 does is it goes, oh, hey, remember that film where they're all safe in hypersleep and we've told you that all the aliens are dead on a planet and all this stuff? Well, we're not going to jump. Like, we won't make a film that uh, uh, extends on that Continues, or builds yeah. on anything that you've you've loved and adored. We're just going to shit on it, tear it to pieces, and Ripley's on a space planet with one alien. What the fuck? Like, that's... Oh, my God, it was fucking stupid. When that happened, when I saw them dead, I was like, that's fucking dumb. Like, that's fucking dumb. It's, it's really shit. dropping the ball as well because... We can still have that movie. We can still have this movie with Ripley isolated on a planet. Bring it like we're in, we're on a prison planet. These guys are bad people potentially. Yep. Bring a little girl into that world, and all of a sudden the stakes are massive, massive. Have that you know instead of fucking Ripley about to get raped. What if the little girl's the girl. about to get raped yep. and Ripley has to stop it? That's fucked. But that man, those stakes are huge. It's just, it's, it's there. It's there for them to use. And to just drop it and kill them off means nothing. We already know that she's emotionally invested in these, these two people. Hicks and yeah, Newt. and we spent he, she spends so much time in, that, in the second film risking her life for Newt. Like exactly. risking everything for her. And all that importance goes out the window. Yeah, all that maternal qualities that she's really built up just go away because they kill him off and yeah she's a bit upset about it of course but like it's like okay now but now we're gonna go back and just make that one alien movie with ripley thing fucking dumb man it's <laughs> like the oh. imagine it like if if you're gonna kill them kill them on screen have the alien do it and we'd be really worried about them yeah because i didn't care about any of the people who got killed in this one even though I thought some of the deaths were really cool and they've really upped the gore in this film as well, which I appreciated. I didn't like that. Oh, you didn't? I thought it, I thought it really upped it. It made the alien even more intimidating to me. I think, I think, there, was, I think there was more to less for me. Like, there's yeah, yeah. less, less is more. And the only reason I say that is because, like, I think the terror from the alien in the first one was where the fuck is he? Who's he going to get? How's he going to get him? And this one, it's like, how extravagant and gory is the death going to be? And that, like... It was cool. Uh, I didn't think they, like, capitalized on it to that extent. I thought it was still, like, where is he? Yeah, it was still cool, but it was just something that I was like, look, I'm I'm lacking the part of the alien I like, so when I get something new that that doesn't add on that, it's just different. So what what didn't you like about what's the part you didn't like? I was just kind of like, okay, I get it. Like, it's gory. Like, okay, the fan, the guy blowing up in the fan... I think that upset me because it wasn't the alien that killed him. So he's, mm. it's gory for the sake of being gory is how I felt. I don't know. I just felt like that a little bit where it, it sort of does that. And that frustrated me. The bit where Tywin Lannister gets his fucking noggin smashed in. I genuinely, like I, I verbally was like, I was like, oh, like what the fuck? And that was gross as hell. But I think it was a little too late. You know what uh, I mean? Okay. Like, I was like, okay, yeah, like, it's gory. I don't know. I wanted more. Like, if you're going to go down that route, go down that fucking route, you know, go full Predator. I have him skinned alive and shit. Not well, like, I don't know. It well, just seemed a little B-movie. Yeah, I guess. I, I don't know. I thought it was still pretty um, selective in the way that it, like, I thought it could have gone a lot more gory. 
I thought it was just the the right amount of gore to yeah. make it feel vicious and savage. Um, this is <laughs> one thing I've got to ask though: is what is the aliens' mo? What is it actually doing? Because as far as I know, the whole purpose of an alien is to basically be, you know, take a person so it can put a face hugger on it and make another alien. I, I, I feel like that's its life cycle. Or just kill people. Just but, what, but yeah, and if it's going to just kill people, that's fine. Like, it's fucking savage and just wants to take them out. But does it eat people? Does, like, as far as I knew, they took the person and turned them into a cocoon so then they could become another alien. Yeah. But you it's, don't it's see weird. any of that here. Did, because is, it, there's no cocooning in this film, am I right in saying that? Yeah, in the first one, they the, the captain gets captured, it's in the extended, and he's stuck yeah. on the wall. In the second one, they're just running around murdering everyone, and because the, the, the mother's putting the eggs and the, fa- the face huggers come out of the eggs. But, but there's, still, no... there's still all the people on the walls. Like, yeah, yeah, still yeah all that's the what I mean, because they, yeah. they stick them to the wall so the face hugger can do its business, and then they can't move or go anywhere. Yeah. So, I think that's the... What they're meant to do, but in this one, the aliens eating them, like feeding on them, yeah, and like taking them away, and I don't get it. Like I don't understand why that's happening. I would get it if we saw a scene of the of a cocoon get got made, you know, because that was my a question I I brought up in the first, and I don't know if I did it in the podcast, but when I was watching the movie, was like, what the fuck is the alien doing when it's mm. not killing people? You know, why isn't it just coming through and going ham and killing them all? It's because it's dragging people off to turn them into cocoons. It's building a nest. And Mm. so it's busy, you know. (laughs) It's got things to do. My big question in this one is, you know, it starts killing a bunch of people at the start. And then there's a massive lull where it just decides to... Well, you know, the movie decides to give us a shit ton of exposition about characters we don't give a fuck about. And then the alien comes back out of nowhere again and yeah that's kind of fun if you're trying to do tension but like that tension wasn't really that good and i don't have any justification of why it isn't just going around and killing people because in the like when charles dance gets killed like it's not too long later that he kills another person you know so why isn't it just going down and killing them all let's like i don't understand the mo of this alien there's no justification as to why it's chilling out. You're right. Especially because they don't have weapons either. There's nothing they can do. Yeah. Yeah. Let so. me just... I want to bring this up as well. Right. So their plan is to like blow it up at one point. That's what they want to do. They want to blow it up. That fucking scene where um, like a bunch of them accidentally die because the place gets lit on fire because he drops that stick is fucking stupid. Like... That's fucking stupid. I don't want to know that one of the most important parts of the film happens because of an accident. That's fucking dumb, right? Am I the, did you agree? Did you, did you watch that and go, wow, that's justified? Like, I was like, really? Really? That's what I get? Like, a horror film with a fucking alien gives me a scene where someone accidentally drops a fucking stick? And kills a bunch of people, yeah. Like, what? I, yeah, I... Like I don't, I don't know, I don't. I'm not particularly annoyed at it because it's like, you know, that's always a thing as well as people's own stupidity is enough to, to take, take them out, you know. Um, and I feel like the alien gets enough kills. I think I just, if it was going to happen, I wanted it to happen earlier rather than later. Do you know what I mean? Like if they were going to fumble, I yeah. wanted the fumble to not be like a pivotal point in the film. Um, yeah, maybe more the midpoint. And then like we the spend end. all this time finally where Ripley finds out she's pregnant with an alien and stuff. What? When did that happen? Did I miss something? Yeah, Is there that's, a- what, that's what I said as well. I, I had to go back and watch the intro again. I think I'm like, what? Because there was a, an egg 
in the ship with them. But oh, there what, was. What? Con- yeah, yeah. There's an egg in the ship, so that's how. That's how um, Hicks and Hicks dies. I think. I don't know, but well, at least that was one of the first ideas. But there is an alien. There was an egg in there, and I'm assuming that a face hugger's just got onto Ripley and, and impregnated her somehow. But is I, I feel like there should be some sort of special special thing that creates a queen like you know i don't understand like it's just fucking stupid and it like it's like they're trying to end the saga or something so they kill ripley off right i don't know i it was so underwhelming like it was so well, can, underwhelming well, can i say though just i i like the idea that the queen is growing inside ripley oh yeah i mean if there's got to be a queen yeah I, yeah i think it's a fantastic idea and this is one thing that this these alien movies have really played on and I don't think we've talked about too much is that the terror of having something inside you that you can't do anything about yeah like that is horrifying like the idea is that something fucks your face impregnates you and grows inside you and then will bust the fuck out of you is Mm. so awesome and now we've got the big mama inside, like, our heroine, the one who has been killing all these things and knows them the well, has this huge relationship with them. And I actually quite like when Ripley is, you know, in, in a weird way, connecting with the alien. Like, has this weird, you know, because the queen's inside her, the alien's not killing her because it's like, oh, that's mama. I don't want to kill that. I like that dynamic, and I don't think they went too stupid with it. I think the idea of how it got in her is kind of stupid because they don't really tell us and that would have been a really cool thing to know. But I do like the idea of it. Yeah, I, I, li- I don't mind the concept of her being impregnated. I just think the execution was, wasn't up to par. Like the alien not killing her was cool, but I don't know. I think the whole time I'm sitting there thinking like, why the fuck was I not shown how this happened? Or like, mm. why the fuck was it? It makes no sense. It makes no sense. Like, why? How? When did it happen? When the fuck did that happen? Yeah. That's what. That's the stuff I'm frustrated with. And like, they don't want to tell you because they want it to be a surprise. But I'm like, I don't. I don't really feel. I feel, feel like, like it's justified. Yeah. No. And I agree. I, f- I really feel like they could have played up on that as well. Like, a- apart from the fear of having something growing inside you, there's that fear of that I was asleep and something did something to me. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that could have really been played up and really, really fucked. And even if it's done in some sort of weird flashbacky way throughout the film, she's getting her memory back or something, like, it could have been done in a way that it's drip-fed to us and she finally remembers what happened. Imagine if Hicks and Newt were there and she got impregnated with an alien. Wow, how tense would that be? Because she yeah. has something to lose. But she's got literally nothing to lose. So I'm like, cool, fucking kill yourself. Like... Yeah. You got no family, you got nothing going on, like well, that's, no one yeah, cares. Yeah, you're right. And I think that is why the the final sacrifice maybe isn't as as good as you were hoping. I I think it was still okay. Like I, you know, I I think it was it, it was probably a pretty big deal at the time to kill off, you know, our main character. We kind of know there's another one. So, you know, she does come back resurrected somehow. Um still have much hey, don't ruin it. I got to watch it today. I, yeah, I've got to do it too. I haven't seen it yet. I I have a long time ago, but I can't remember how they justify her coming back. I remember it being kind of funny. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it takes away from it a little bit. Like there's all, there's just little things that they missed out on and they like took for granted that sort of ruined the overall film. Cause it could, it could have been pretty good. Like you could play on this trope for a long time. I think, I don't know whether or not these things are something that in pre-production 
if you and I were making this film, right, if we were in a position of making this film, we were told to write an alien film, because we're not retarded, would we neglect these things? Think about it. If at the time we're told to write an Alien 3 film, would we neglect these things? I'd like to think that we wouldn't. I'd like to think if somebody came into me and said, hey, we're going to make an Alien 3, they're sitting sitting me and you down at a table and we're like we're negotiating our whatevers and we're thinking okay we want it to be back to the original idea of horror you know i would be all like fuck yeah let's do that i like that idea that's a cool i really like that first one and then they would say we're going to kill off newton hicks and i would say you're fucking crazy (laughs) (laughs) i said are you kidding like no that just defeats the whole purpose of the last film like you're taking away the themes and everything that came with that and why that was so successful if you want to make your money again bring those characters back that's how i feel but so i at least on that part i don't think we would fuck up (laughs) uh yeah but maybe maybe other things i don't know the sacrifice yeah it's a big deal it's kind of you know She's got the the Christ pose as she's falling into the lava and all that. It's oh like, oh, it's God. very effective, but I, um, yeah, it's not as cool. So you wanted to talk about Newt's body. Was that something you wanted yeah, to talk about before? What, what the fuck? Like, why? I was so disrespectful. Like, I understand that it's like, like that's the war is hell mentality almost where it's like, they got to do what they got to do. But it's like, cool. So you've gotten rid of the character. You're not going to have her in the film, but you're going to cut her open and act like it's part of the fucking master plan, that's fucked. That was fucked. I don't know why I hate it so much. Yeah, also, why, why if, do you hate it? <laughs> also, if they got like a fucking thing where Ripley can sit in a container and she can um, like scan her insides, can't they do the same thing for me? Yeah. <laughs> why do they like why they have to cut her open? Yeah, like this so is what true. I mean. It's just, it's just such a... It's such an over the. T- it's the same with the gore. Like for me, it's like it's such an over the top scene where they're trying to be. You know, they're trying to prove a point, and I'm like, this would be cool if you had all the things the first two had, but you don't have fucking any of it. So this is just fucking irritating for me to watch. I don't know. I just. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. I thought that scene was quite cool where they're cutting her open and she, like breaking the fucking breastplate and all that. Like it was really like, oh fuck. But again, like if you're going to have a, a dummy of this girl, like why not just yeah. have the actual girl? And Thank this is something else I, I, I read, I listened to, no, oh, listened to, watched on the um, the featurette with Michael Bean coming back. He apparently they'd built a full on dummy of him that had had been chest burst out of. Like it was fucked up. It was his likeness and everything. And he, he found out about it and ended up suing them, well, t- saying he was going to sue them if they used his likeness. And and that, um, they were trying to pay him. And he's like, no, 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 you're not... No, an alien's not bursting out of Hicks. He was all very adamant Fuck about yeah. this. And I think a bit salty that he wasn't asked back justifiably. But again, if you're going to spend all that money and time making um, like a model of him, why not just have him? Exactly. Like, l- kill him if you want to, but let the character come back and do something. It's just so weird. I don't understand. Exactly. Don't understand. It's my problem. Is you just end up going what? And then the end, like where the alien, like there's that whole sequence with the the lead. They pour the hot lead, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah. The, oh, fucking hell. Oh, you didn't like that? It's just so grand, isn't it? It's so grand and extravagant, and like it has to be this big fucking thing. And I don't know why, but it just bothered me again. I was like, why the fuck? Holy shit! It's just so... And the black guy is like, i got to distract the alien from down here. You yeah. fucking idiot. 
What are you doing? Climb the... You fuckwit. God damn it. Yeah, it's not... Yeah. It wasn't ever going to kill Ripley. Like, they could have... I guess if it got out of there, they wouldn't be able to kill it, though. I didn't mind that. I thought it was cool. It goes back to that idea of, like, these things are really hard to kill. They had to actually, like, pour lead on it Mm. and then put cold water on it to make it explode. I think that's a cool idea because it goes back to that general idea from the first one where they just are unstoppable and makes it makes it a little bit more indestructible to me as opposed to those ones that we saw in Aliens. So I like that. And I, I didn't mind how extravagant it was. I feel like it needed to be an extravagant death. And Bishop comes back as a person. <laughs> Hello, Ripley. Let me have the specimen. Oh, God. And then she just fucking falls into the fucking poorly CGI lava. <laughs> I need a cigarette because this movie fucked me. God damn. <laughs> All right. Well, that sounds as good as time as any to start talking about the, the good, the bad, and the ugly parts of this film. The good. The good. Um, my good would be the way they've crafted the alien and his speed. Like, how quick he is is really intimidating. I like that. That's my good, but you're good. Yeah, mine's along those same lines. I really like the design and the feel of this alien. It does take it back to an intimidating, um, unstoppable force. And for the most part, other than when they overuse the POV shot over and over and over and over, uh, at the end, I thought it was pretty effective. And I did find it intimidating, and the fact that it was lurking the halls did build a bit of tension for me if they'd done a little bit more with its mo i probably would have liked it even more and a close a close second i'll I'll have to say we didn't really talk about but like sigourney weaver is fucking awesome in this movie always is like so good so if she wasn't in this this would have fallen into dirty b movie just forget about it sequel territory but she makes it for me her and the alien i think and the and then the eventual relationship that goes on there I, i quite enjoyed what's your bad Oh, what's my bad? <laughs> I'll say the seed that... Oh, no, my bad is killing off Hicks and Newt. That's bad. That was fucking bad. You know, like... Yeah. It's not ugly. It's not disgusting. It's fucking bad, though. It was stupid. Dumb. Dumb. Fake news. Worst. Worst. Fa- I'm being Donald Trump. Anyway, go on. <laughs> uh, I think the worst thing in this film is the the monks like the extra characters that mean nothing they're just nothing indistinguishable so you go you go from having characters that we do care about that you decide to kill off to coming to have characters that we don't give a shit about and even the guy who survives in the end like like that guy came and went and he's like who was he and it was really hard to sort of distinguish a lot of them i think because they were all just bald white men for most part you know i just i just think it was shit characterization and i think i I think the whole... Look, I'm doing a lot, a, a lot of double things here. I know this is against the rules that I generally set, but I think that the the other thing I didn't particularly like was the actual set, like the setting. I found it so boring. Like this prison setting. I like the idea of it, but it was just so boring. Like so 90s, just mechanical 90s boring. sci-fi grunge is what yeah. it is. You've gone They're from like this grunge. really interesting, relatable trucker engineer feel from the first one and even this, like I, I didn't particularly like the, the sets of the second one as much but like that first one had so much character and this one is just so clinical and boring so the setting and the characters in that setting were boring and that's the bad 
of Alien 3. What's your ugly, Connor McDuff? Fucking CGI Alien, obviously. It's fucking gross. Outdated, <laughs> doesn't stick. Stop using CGI. I know right now you're looking at a film, you're like, well, that holds up now, so it'll be fine. It fucking won't. It fucking won't. I promise you it fucking won't. It, you can always tell. There's always a way to tell. Always. Mm. It, it's true though. Like, there's always a way to know something CG. I shouldn't be able to tell that, you know? Like, fuck me. Anyway, sorry. Look at Mad Max. Look at Mad Max. That film, that'll hold up for decades. That'll never lose any of it. Because every bit of CG in it is like... A little sprinkle, a little sp sprinkle a little bit on. Sometimes you can't help it when you're making a film like fucking Guardians and the whole thing's green screen. But like, it's, I don't know. It just, you can tell and it'll it'll die eventually. Things like, uh, fuck, I've had this fucking rant before. Anyway, what's your ugly? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty damn ugly. Um, that probably would have been my, but I, I find because it's not really a part of the movie, I'm going to have to say the Hicks new thing is my ugly because yeah, yeah. it was just an ugly, stupid decision. So I can't say it's the bad thing about the movie because it's actually not a part of the movie. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. It, it's fucking disgusting. I can't believe it. I just can't believe it. They had it. They had it. Uh, anyway, uh, final thoughts on Alien 3. Fucking dumb. Dumb movie. Dumb. Stupid. Gross. I don't even know, like, do Ew. I need to go into detail? Like, what the fuck happened? They, the alien doesn't really do much throughout the whole fucking film. Just kills people on and off in between, like, some really bullshit character development for a bunch of people that don't fucking care about. Ripley's got an alien in her, but is a fucking idiot about it. The entire process is like, I want to die. Do it yourself, you puss. Holy shit, if you're so scared. I just, it's shit like that. And then, like... That they, they get rid of characters from Aliens, which is a blockbuster hit. Why would you do that? Why would you get rid of characters from the film that, like, basically set the franchise to be timeless, you know? Yeah, especially then when you, they want to come back. Why would you fucking do that? It's stupid. And the, I just, fuck it. Two out of five. It gets two out of five. It's only getting a, an extra point because Sigourney Weaver's in it and she did really well. And... It wasn't like a, a, a B-movie, B-movie. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not yeah. like when they make a straight-to-DVD sequel. It's fucking close, but it's not just there. There's a little <laughs> bit to it. Yeah. I um, I feel like I like this a little bit more than what I remember. Because from the start of the film, I, I was really in it. I, I have to admit, I, like, I, I loved that it didn't take too long to get going. Because let's be real, we already know what these movies are about. We know Ripley. We know there's an alien. Let's do it. Let's start the killing. Keep mm. keep that tension up, but let me know that it's around and that it's going to happen. We don't have to go through the whole hour setup again. And I really, really appreciated that. The alien design is top notch besides the CG. Uh, really enjoyed what it brought to the table and its indestructibleness. I like the, the, the final death with it, like how it has to get killed. I love the relationship between it and Ripley in the end. Like... That's really interesting to me and is something I want to explore more, which I think I think they do in Resurrection, so I'm looking forward to watching that in a bit. But Sigourney Weaver kills it. Happy. Why didn't you bring those characters back? I really don't understand. And unfortunately, that's going to put a big soil over this whole thing. No matter how much I like these other little elements, I will always know it could have been way better if we had those stakes of having characters that 
Ripley cares about and that we care about. And this is where the movie falls down for the most part because those other characters are just fucking nothing. And the area is nothing. I don't really give a shit. As, as the movie progresses, I get more and more bored and I get more and more cranky. So it eventually, the, the high that I have at the start gets watered down real hardcore and at the end I'm kind of just sitting there frustrated. The ending I didn't mind. I don't like, I don't mind the whole sacrifice thing. It would have been even bigger if we knew more about the thing that's growing inside Ripley, which is a great concept, but just not executed well. So look, I don't hate it. I like it a lot more than I remember. Like that first time I watched it, I just, I nearly turned it off. I was so annoyed at it. I couldn't believe what this movie was coming from especially coming from aliens like i said it's just it's not the logical progression as much as i like that it's going back to horror but it's just you know you need to go bigger and better and i guess we'll see next week if that's what they do with the resurrection i give it a 2.5 the most average of average scores well this week has been good we got to review a fantastic oh sorry no i'm thinking about another film which isn't fucking trash um <laughs> Well, in the same week, we're doing Alien Resurrection, which will be coming out on Bloody Friday, which is my little responsibility there. So, yeah, tune in. Yeah, well, this one, this one, it's probably, like, we're doing this on a Monday. I'm going to try and have it up this afternoon, so you might even get this one early. Yeah, fucking so early. So, we're going all over the place, you know? We just want to ride that hype train. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for Covenant, so I'm glad I get to watch all these Alien movies within this week to lead into that one. And I hope you guys are having as just much fun as we are, even if you do get pissed off at the movies like we do. Follow us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, SoundCloud. They're all there, baby. Well, some on SoundCloud. SoundCloud's a whole thing. I don't want to get into it. Anyway, <laughs> have a fucking good uh, couple of days, guys, before we talk to you again. Play the music, Fish. for listening to this episode of Fish and Connoisseur Movie. Fish and Connoisseur Movie does not own any rights to the film Alien 3, its marketing, or its soundtrack, and no infringement is intended. The track Adagio is performed by Elliot Goldenthal, and the track The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly titles is performed by Ennio Morricone.